You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Are you ready to praise him with understanding? God's recommendations, they are usually different from what man will recommend. The Bible says in Isaiah 54, sing, O barren. You will explain, you will spare the barren to complain. But God's answers, he said, sing, O barren. God's answers are always different from man's answers. It says, sing, break forth into singing. Those of you that are, that are yet to be. There is a reason why we are doing this today. I want to read something from Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19. One of the scriptures that God gave us at the beginning of this ministry, or somewhere in between, Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19. This is very powerful. Out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them. They shall not be few. I will glorify them. They shall not be small. Verse 20. Their children also. So this is transgenerational. Their children also shall be as a full time. And their congregation shall be established before me. And I will punish all them that oppress them. Verse 21. And their nobles. Some translations put the word governor. Their nobles shall be of themselves, and their governor shall proceed from the midst of them. This is wonderful, right? Look at all these bogus promises. But the Bible says, the roles are divided into two. Out of them shall proceed. Their own part is to give praise. God's part is, I will multiply them. They shall not be few. I will glorify them. They shall not be small. If out of them can come praise, then out of me will come an anointing to multiply them. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why we love to praise Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh Lord. In the school of the Spirit, joy is not an option, it's not just an expression, it's a spiritual recommendation. Yes, sir. The Bible says, with joy you draw water out of the well of salvation. That's Isaiah 12, right? With joy you draw water. So, the well, the well of salvation is ever present with us. Once you are born again, out of your belly flows the rivers of living water. Jesus will in John chapter 7. So, there is a river in you. However, so inside that river, salvation, that's Satoria. That word in, in Hebrew, in Greek, is deeper than just accepting Jesus. That is the foundation. That is the most important part of it. But it also means prosperity, blessing, health, health, and some other things. So the Bible says, out of, it said, with joy. I grew up in Abelkuta. Isaiah was given a picture of an ancient city. You don't have wells in Lagos. We have, both, we have many other things. You don't have wells. But wells are very common in Abelkuta. My parents have seen Abelkuta. Wells are very common. Wells are usually very deep. The water is down, down, deep, down there. Your hand cannot reach it. So the only way to get water out of a well, there must be something to draw with. There must be something to draw with. 
even though your well is full is filled with water it won't help you if there's nothing to draw with i remember the time that my neighbors something happened to their uh, uh, the drawer it fell inside i mean they have to get somebody to bring in lander and all the experts to go in because without it you are as, as helpless as someone who has no well so all believers have the well inside them but some don't have the drawer so the bible says when whenever you see the well the problem is not the well but with joy you shall draw so if there's no joy the water is there the well is there but nothing is coming out that's what the bible said the joy of the lord is your strength and the bible said the kingdom of god is not meat and drink but righteousness peace and joy that tells you straight away god does not play with this matter at all rejoicing in god's presence does something to god that only when we see him as he is that we'll be able to explain we have some scriptural explanations here and there but the fullness of it will be understood as we stand before the ancient one but there is something about god and man rejoicing hallelujah Amen. of course you know about paul and silas of course you know about the wall of jericho what intercession could not do the bible says paul and silas prayed then sang him they began to pray yet yeah, the bible says if anyone afflicted jesus chapter 5 let him pray but then he says if anyone is merry it's as if what convinces God that you have finally accepted his answer is when you begin to rejoice. So something happens. Glory to God. Of course, we read Isaiah, we read Psalm 149, right? Let the high praise of God be in their mouth. Two angels sword in their hands to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. He said to execute on them the judgment written. And he said, this honor have all the saints. Once a person is born again, he is being given the honor. And so sing. <laughs> said to bind their kings with and their nobles with fetters of iron. So we don't even need to say the voice of darkness that I bind you. It might be nursing and time, but I should praise God. Something happens. <laughs> when I read 21 days that Daniel fasted for of course we are supposed to fast the Bible teaches fasting not if you fast when you fast fasting is compulsory in the kingdom but see what made the angel to be stopped for 21 days when he was coming with Daniel's answer Daniel chapter 9 chapter 10 the priest of Pasha withstanding the angel for 21 days I sort of believe that if Daniel understood the mystery of prayer the days might have been shorter Papa Egin once said that when you pray, God dispatches angels. When you praise Him, He attends to you by Himself. And which Prince of Persia will try to stand God's way? The Bible says, Let the Lord arise and let all His enemies be scattered. <laughs> Hallelujah. They don't scatter when they see angels. You know, there are uh, uh, scriptures here and there that you see angels confronting spirits, uh, uh, the, the dark world. I know. Jude chapter 1 talks about the fact that when, when Angel Michael came to claim the body of Moses, that Satan withstood him. And Michael had to say, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. Because in the realm of the spirit, hierarchies are well understood. Remember, I was an archangel before. Actually, he had a dual function. It was not only an archangel, it was an archangel. At the same time, it looked like it was a cherub. 
Isaiah 14 said, Thou art anointed cherub that cover it. So probably then he was higher than Michael. And that would almost have led to his pride. Bible says he could walk around the stones of fire before the throne of God. Because the throne of God has fire coming, proceeding from the throne. And Lucifer seemed to be the only guy that could walk around it. And he saw, he thought he had seen the fullness of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Most importantly, so thank God for the blessings. We thank God. They are part of the, the blessing. They are part of the package. But there is also a bigger reason to rejoice. And that is the fact that you are in Christ. Second Corinthians 2.14. Maybe I'll close with that. That you are in Christ. You see, events on the outside, they fluctuate. But when your joy is rooted in the fact that I am in Christ. Oh, the greatest sacrifice has been offered on my behalf. Now, Jesus said, my peace I live with thee. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Father. Every day I rejoice that I'm chosen. Not as a pastor, but as a Christian. There is no greater honor than being in Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says, now thanks be to God. Which always, oh, thank God. Not once, not once in a while. Not many times. Not even most times. Always causes us to triumph in Christ. Oh, praise be to God. And when I think of his love for me, my heart still we pray, and I feel like dancing. <laughs> and I run, wait, I'm so moving. I have discovered that. <laughs> such a joy to just know that you belong to him. It's amazing. It's amazing. We give God all the praise. It's amazing. It causes us to triumph at all times in Christ. So no matter what, we are destined to win. Things might come, but we are too sure that we will always win. His words cannot fail. This is why we rejoice. The joy of the Lord is your strength. It takes strength to command life, to control life, to live above the challenges of life. And that strength comes from the joy of the Lord. Abacom so he said that though the fig tree may not blossom. Have you reached a point in your life where you have made up your mind that no matter what? David said, oh Lord, my heart is fixed. I will give you glory. It is a settled issue. Your praise does not wait. Today much, tomorrow it goes down. It's a permanent decision that you have made that you are going to give him praise. When you get to that point, things will happen effortlessly. Hallelujah. Praise. But there is an aspect of it I want us to pay attention to today. When the minister comes up, 
It is a very powerful spiritual weapon or spiritual exercise. When you have learned to recall whatever God has done in the past, David used this principle when he faced Goliath. You know, the Bible, you know, God is the only one that lives in the past, present, and future at the same time. So you are going to find some things happen in the Old Testament, but the principle behind them showed up in the New Testament. For instance, Jacob, Laban said, these spotted ones will be yours. And Jacob said, no problem. He said, your father changed my wages ten times. Then in Genesis 33, 34, then he took the sheep out. Laban woke up one morning and he saw that all the sheep had spots on them and they could not explain. Because by revelation, something was communicated to Jacob. When the plain sheep, sheep that, that, whose bodies were plain, when they were mating, he put a spotted plant before them. As they were looking at the plants mating, they were giving back to spotted animals, even though they were plain. That technology was beyond the reach of Laban. But you see, if you read 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, that was the principle the angel gave to Jacob. The Bible said, we all, with open faces, we behold the face of God as in the mirror, and we are transformed. Look at the principle behind it. What you behold, you become. What you behold, you become. So what the angel taught Jacob to do, if plain animals are looking at spotted plants, they will give back to spotted children. Advanced revelation. In a similar vein, David stood before Goliath and he said, why did he talk about the lion and the bear before Goliath? Because of a principle in Hebrews 11. If it's another verse 15 or 24. The Bible says, if they were mindful of the city where they came out from. Yes, okay, we're talking about backslide. If they were mindful, they would have returned there. Talking about Abraham. He said, but they were seeking for a better city. So, in other words, the only reason why they did not return back to that city, they refused to be mindful of it. Bible said, if they were mindful, they would have returned. Forget about all other things in between. That means a principle. If you are mindful of the city you are coming from, you will return there. Is that right? Anybody who is mindful of the past miracles, you will return there. That means somehow, when you are mindful of what has happened, it has a way of repeating itself. So when David stood before Goliath, he quickly became mindful of the lion and the bear. And when he did, with one shot, if African magic acted that film, David would fire the first stone into miss. Kim. Second stone. There's something about number three. Then third one will hit Goliath. But thank God, God is not African magic. The first stone out of five. Because it began to say, now, this is what I want to say with you, live with you. Everybody under the sound of my voice, no matter who you are, no matter the state you are, happy or not unhappy, and those who are watching, we are streaming live, whatever you think of yourself, there is no man on earth without your own story of lion and bear. Is that true? In your life, that you are alive at all, It's already a lion or a bear. Because some of your old colleagues are gone. Now you can recall things, especially things that happen in your life effortlessly. Was there a time you were preserved? The time that one uncle just gave you a job without you looking for it. It might be as little as one examiner decided to have mercy on you 
Okay, you missed the class, you did not write the test. Lecture said, I don't repeat it. Okay, it's okay. You know what? Let me repeat it. Go out, okay. Come and write the test. And then something that just happened. You were meant to fail a course. Somehow you pass. Somebody, you were down. Somebody just came and helped you one time. When you enjoy miracles, please plant the seed of it. Seeds must not be eaten. So what we are doing this morning is planting seed. I want to give you like two, three minutes. Please recall. That is what is called raising altars in your life. Can you recall some significant things? What you've been delivered from? What has been delivered to you? Because as we are praising him today, you will recall and you will lay it before God. Like a city you came out of. Your mom told you one story how she nearly died, but now she's alive and you are even a child. Something, something, something. One time like that, you prayed to God and something came. There's some other things you did not even pray about. They just came into your life. Oh, shall we all rise for a minute? It's time to recall. Have you found yourself in a place that really you didn't merit, but somehow, this money, that's what we want to do. Can we recall? Many times people are too quick to recall bad stories. But we don't recall the good ones. Oh, you are going to praise him and I will invite the minister up. You are going to praise him for this. I just said some of my own story. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. If you are happily married, why don't you recall? Maybe you almost even said no to that person. But now here you are with children. Then as you do this, more opportunities will come. That's how I want to praise him today. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. I know some of you here, you did not really write any interview or you got a job. Somehow, some of you have never had past malaria before. You've never been examined seriously by any doctor. Nothing much. Every day you wake up, even I thought you are not feeling fine, it's just a mild fever and then you are fine again. When you hear names of diseases, they just don't apply to you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.